Grace. I'm a traveler, yoga instructor, and major foodie. I write all about it on my blog, Mildly Irresponsible. And I'm Kaylee, a bikini competitor, personal trainer, health coach, and owner of KayleeFitHorn.com Lifestyle Health Coaching. We've been best friends since childhood, and today we're here to talk about all things wellness. All right, let's just f***ing do it. Let's f***ing do it. Hey, hey. Oh my God, did you read the Adam Levine cheating scandal? Bitch, yes. Oh my God, I did. And recently I learned the psychology of why we cheat, and I cannot wait to share what I've learned. Hi. Hey. We're here. We're back. And it's episode 14. And so this is figuring out with Grace and what this bitch brought to me is cheating and the me mentality. Yes, ma'am. So before we get into it, though, I want to do a little what did you learn or what's a good thing about your week that happened this week? I love that. Start with a little positivity. Yeah, um, I feel like it's needed. Definitely needed. I think I learned the power of going into a store because they're doing a lot of in-store sales right now. So I've gotten some uh, some shopping done, which has been actually beautiful. So yeah. What about you? So shoot, I should have had something for this. Um, I would say the power of coming together in friendship groups I'm starting this like once a month dinner with all my girlfriends of course you're there and I feel like even though it's hard for me to get out of the house it's so needed so that is my one good thing I've learned okay so thanks for letting mine be superficial and yours being like you know no (laughs) just kidding you got social you got out of the house oh yeah okay so it's your turn to go first on coffee mugs Okay, so for this episode on which coffee mug I'm bringing to the table for you guys, <laughs> it is my Mosex coffee um, mug because sex makes me thirsty for those of you who are watching the visual and can see it. Um, I got this from the Museum of Sex in New York. I 10 out of 10 recommend if you have the opportunity to go, you should go. It's very interesting. She has a lot of interesting pics from that museum. Okay, I got my mug that says, dun, da, 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 losing my mind one kid at a time because <laughs> cheating, I think of sex, sex, I think of kids, and kids, I think of losing my mind one kid at a time. I okay. I love that. I think it's truly appropriate for this episode. <laughs> All right, so why? Why are, why are we doing this? Why cheating in the me mentality? Okay, so I got really excited about talking about infidelity and cheating because I listened to this TED Talk by a psychologist named Esther Pearl, and apologies if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. She has a lot of accolades and you know recognition for studying relationships. She's done couples therapy for couples that have been through infidelity and watched them either grow through it or fizzle from it. So she said this sentence in in her TED talk that like blew my brain. It it really challenged me. I was actually so drawn to it that I called Kaylee. I called my sister. I waited until Matt, my partner, got home. And I was like, I have to share this with you. I want to know your interpretation of it. Okay. 
So what was your, (laughs) you're like, all right. So so what is it? What is it? Give it to me. So she said that when speaking to people who cheat, it isn't so much that we're looking for another person as much as we're looking for another self. All right. Break it down. Break it down. And like Grace's brain of like what that means. So essentially she's saying that we cheat because we don't like the version of ourselves that we are when we're with our current partner. So we look outward to find someone that we can be an entirely different person, have an entirely different life with. I think another way to look at this is we're also just curious to explore a different version of ourselves. And so we find someone else that allows us to like have this exploration of self. That is really interesting. It makes me think of like, just if you're with someone who like is an introvert like me, and then you maybe cheat on someone who is like the party animal and like class clown type vibes. That's super interesting. Okay. So like, what about maybe like serial cheaters, like Jax Taylor on Vanderpump rules, like girl (laughs) after girl after girl, no matter how good the girl is or how cute their relationship is. Well, I think you've first bring up a good point like how a lot of times we witness people cheat with someone you're like "Ooh, really why that person um and we're gonna get into it but for the Jax Taylors of the world this conversation (laughs) does not apply to serial cheaters and okay through the TED talk like the psychologist made it really clear like this is for your quote-unquote normal person and I hate using that word normal especially like in terms of psychology but this doesn't apply to the Tiger Woods sex addicts of the world they are excluded from this conversation I love it fucking tiger (laughs) (laughs) okay so I really did decide to choose this and why I thought this would be relevant to talk about on the pod Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of cheating stories throughout my entire life and, you know, I've been involved, been cheated on, like have had my own experiences with cheating. And I feel like everyone knows either you've personally been affected by cheating in a relationship or you have someone close to you that's been the cheater or has been cheated on. And like, it's not a real statistic to say everyone has experienced cheating, but like, I'm going to go to say that everyone has had a degree separation away from some type of cheating, especially if you're in the U S I won't speak for like other countries or like betrayal. Yeah. Just any type of betrayal, whatever that looks like to you. What do you think like is the most common factor of someone stepping out on their partner? You know, it's really funny. I think this is hard because after listening to this Ted talk, like my mind has kind of expanded on to a lot of different thoughts, but I think that it's super specific per person if we apply this philosophy because each individual person seeking a different version of themselves is going to be super specific on like what you're looking for and what you need. And I don't know, maybe you've been satisfied with who you are in a partnership up until this point and you want to pivot and try something totally new. So I think this kind of plays into... I don't know what I would say the two things are that leads to cheating would be one lack of communication and honesty, because if you are not being honest with yourself, first and foremost, on like what it is that you need, you want, and you desire, then you're not being honest with your partner. And therefore, when you seek out to fulfill these desires, you're looking outward because you don't want to communicate that internally. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think like, for an example, 
in this life, you would say like, I'm beginning to resent the version of myself where I'm having to be overly responsible. That's something like I resonate with because I have like fear of commitment. Um, So like, you're like in this life, you know, I don't feel carefree and vibrant and alive anymore. And if you were to share that with your partner, it's kind of like cringe to think about because no one wants to fucking hear that. Right. And like, we all have responsibilities, but your partner's ideal response could be like, you know, what can we do or what should you explore to help you feel that, that feeling achieve that ideal of what you're looking for. So I think when people aren't honest and they don't communicate, it's just like a recipe for cheating, right? Like, you know, you're not satisfying me. We mentality. I'm going to go off. I think another important thing to talk about when we talk about infidelity and cheating is just like lack of integrity and lack of respect. If you want to be in or believe in this forever partnership or marriage, really, then who you pick as a forever partner, partner, excuse me, that is the most important decision of your life. Like, yeah, period. Finding someone who has an enormous amount of self-respect, respect for you and integrity is beyond critical and just like navigating life, even outside of cheating, like just how you operate on the day to day. I think it also takes an enormous amount of self-respect to not keep pushing your inner anxiety and dialogue down and explore the thoughts that you're feeling within your relationship, within yourself of things that you need to change so that you can be honest and communicate that with your partner. Yeah. So do you think it's possible like Mm -hmm. with respect, integrity, like everything you just touched on to have a partner that has in a heterosexual relationship, you know, to have a female and male friendship? Ooh, Um, I do think it's possible, but I think it depends on some really key factors, which is one, have you chosen a partner with integrity who you can trust? Two, do you practice open and honest communication with one another? So should a situation arise that feels sticky or off, like, can you trust that your partner will communicate that with you or hide it from you? I think another thing to consider is have you openly discussed boundaries with your partner and what you consider to be okay and not okay within these types of friendships, boundaries. I don't think there's really a need to be friends with your exes. I know some people are like good with it, cool with it. It's a personal thing. I'm just not here for it. I don't think you need that intimate friendship with your ex or really anyone that you've had sex with or slept with previously. I just, I think it's stupid, but I think everyone's different and for certain people, it doesn't matter. So I think it's personal preference. I want to finish this question by saying though, (sighs) I really do. I think I enjoy being kind to everyone. Kindness makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And I choose to carry myself in a very specific way because I believe in respect. And if I respect myself, then I demand respect from others. However, if you fuck with my man, for my money, I will unleash a side of myself that you wish you would have never seen. And I will leave it at that. I speak to Grace's um, crazy bitch side because (laughs) like, no, like, yeah, she's nice, but like, you don't fuck with her family. And that's why 
we have such a fucking great relationship because loyalty, bitch, loyalty. Okay, so my opinion on that is there's no fucking need. No, like, I don't know. I'll just be a bitch and say, yes, I'll respect a childhood best friend, but can I go and create a relationship with her? Does she respect me as your partner, as your wife, as your you know, girlfriend, whatever it may be at that point, is she respectful to me? Um, I tried the like cool girl thing. And, and what I mean by that is like, I tried to like, let my partner like way back in the day have a relationship with another woman. And it really blew up in my face. And that just taught me like, does this bitch respect you? Yes or no? No, eh, pass, either pass in the relationship or is he gonna like give up that relationship for you? That being said, my dog's driving me crazy. Let me take a pause and put Bella out. I'm sorry. She never acts like this. You're good. We're going to, we're going to pause. Okay, I'm back. back. <laughs> All right. So. I think that, that was- I know, and I, I, I agree with you. I, I, on a lot of things, we're very kind of hardcore on that, but yeah. I think it's also just because, you know, it's really never been easier to cheat and it's never been more difficult to keep it a secret, especially with technology. We've got sexting and you see men and women that are in relationships and are still on dating apps. You know, people consider only fans to be cheating. You can cheat with someone you meet at work very casually. You can hire someone on Craigslist. You can watch porn, you know? Yeah, it's never been so easy. You can literally just open up your phone and like the temptation is there as well as like girls who go into maybe married men and fathers messages. I mean, it's insane. It's crazy. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. And I know, you know, some people may be listening or watching and thinking like, I don't really think porn is cheating. And I know for you or for me, like, I may not think that I personally don't, but there is someone on this planet that does. And that's where things just get so sticky because, you know, there's a lot of interpretations and definitions of what it is. Like, I think there are people that feel like maybe watching porn isn't cheating, but lying about watching it is cheating. You know, I would agree with lying about watching it being a um, slight betrayal Because why are you, why do you feel the need to lie about that? Like, I'm just the type of person who I'm an open book. And if I don't share something with my partner, it's, it does, it's not authentic. Like our relationship is not authentic if we're not sharing everything. Well, it goes up to the point about me feeling that open and honest communication is you know without that that's something that leads to cheating it just fits under the umbrella you know yeah so do you okay tmi question but do you feel like fantasizing over someone while masturbating is considered cheating like other than your partner and this could be okay i'll let you answer that and then i'll keep going oh my god um no i i don't think so because i think exploring your fantasies are an important part of like your imagination okay but what if it was and I'm not okay let's say not famous people like friend like your friends or something not that we would ever know because like who's gonna say that but just like let's play the fun game I would be pissed okay so I I just 
I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think that's considered cheating, but I think like you have to then back to being with a person that has integrity and self-respect, because I think it's fine as long as you're emotionally mature enough to understand that that's a fantasy and not reality, but I you think- flipping the script and saying it's like a friend of ours, like a mutual friend or someone I know, it definitely, it starts to become more uncomfortable. I wouldn't say it was cheating and not, I wouldn't say cheating, but I would say it was concerning. Like, right. If this was to present you, would you live out that fantasy? But I also, yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair question. And I also think it, it becomes, you know, a question to your partner of like, what is, what stimulates you but I feel like we'd be lying to say that you know as human beings we don't look at people and find them attractive and I think that that's just like kind of a part of it I I mean and also too like are you doing it once or are you masturbating to them every day you know what I mean like there's so many variables to go into the appropriateness of that or not yeah Ugh. (laughs) anyway (laughs) okay so would you ever have a hall pass with a famous person I would agree to this. I would agree. I would agree to this. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I don't think I would. What? I don't think I would. Dang. I did not see that one coming. I, I kind of feel like I'm not, um, like I'm a super emotionally driven person. And so I can like look at someone and be like, oh, damn, they're hot but like not want to immediately fuck them. I might ask if they would have a threesome with me and my partner. And I'm not sure my partner would be into that, but like, you never know. I would be, and I was thinking more on the side of like him having one as well. Like I would be supportive of that. I, I love, I honestly, for you to say that it was, but maybe that's because that's never going to (laughs) happen. Maybe because the idea of uh, my husband actually getting close enough to a celebrity to stick his dick inside of her is the furthest thing from reality that we have to worry about. Oh my God. Okay. So give me a definition like to you of cheating then. Yeah. I think then to continue this conversation, it's important to like break that down. Right. And for me, cheating is crossing the boundaries of exclusivity that you and your partner define. So for my partner and me, it's, being physically or romantic, physically romantic with someone or emotionally romantic with a person outside of each other of our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'd say this includes, but it's not limited to kissing, sucking, fucking, sexting. It's pretty <laughs> physically based. None of that is allowed within our monogamous relationship. Yeah. And for those of you who are not in a monogamous relationship, you know, you're in an open relationship or the boundaries that you define with your partner, you know, allow for more you know, creativity and exploration, like good for you. Live your fucking life. That's not what I'm saying. That's a part of the open and honest communication with you and your partner. And also like side note tangent, I've been reading a lot. I'm in a lot of women's groups online and I've been reading a lot about how like women particularly are feeling pressured by their partner to expand these boundaries, like threesomes and other kind of creative sexual things be fucking honest because it will ruin your relationship 
period, end of story. So if that boundary is not comfortable to you and you feel like you're doing it to satisfy him, just know you're the only person that's going to be punished in the end. And we only live authentically here at figuring it out with Grace and Kaylee. So it's a big fuck no. Yeah. How would you define cheating? I would agree with you. Um, Romantically, like any messages that are inappropriate, any text messages that are inappropriate, like DMs, anything, emails, whatever is written, a fucking letter by a bird that sends it. No. <laughs> um, and then physically, <laughs> yeah, carrier pigeon. And then physically, yeah, kissing, all of that good stuff. Like even like having a dinner and like them too, like having a dinner and there's like hand touching, inappropriate, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think so too. Like stay the fuck away from my man. Yeah. Now, um, I think it goes into kind of then like intimacy too. Right. And I feel like you just don't, you just don't need to be intimate with people outside. And if it. you want to do that, then you need to like, not and the other person doesn't agree. You're not in an open relationship. Then you need to not be with this person and you need to date. Like no one can say shit to you if you're dating around and you're open and honest, that comes back to open and honesty that's all you got to do is communicate a million million percent and we're not trying to shame anyone if you are someone that really just needs to experience a lot of different partners and that's like your how you feel fulfilled and how you're living your best life the only thing you have to do is just find someone that wants the same thing or at least be honest enough to allow that person to remove themselves if they don't and then yeah don't yeah don't hurt people along the way because you're lying about who you are like just be who you are and be honest about it a million percent and that is like the that goes back to integrity and self-respect can you respect (laughs) and we're circling back and we're circling back so we know what cheating is, why we cheat. Okay. So going back to Dr. Esther Pearl's quote, right? We're cheat because we're unhappy with the specific version of ourselves that who we are with our partner, right? This really resonated with me because it kind of takes the act of cheating and it places it on the person cheating versus the couple or, or the victim of cheating and what they're not bringing to the table, what they are or not providing. I agree. I think like back in the day, I really felt like it was the other woman's fault, like just any in any situation. And it's like, if you are messing with my so-and-so, then you are this, that, and the other. But now I look at it like, okay, what is going on in my relationship that maybe made that man go off to find something else or, but you know, there's something missing if they're not serial cheaters and that's just their thing. But like, if it's been good and it had, it, you know, it stopped being good and they're running off, what is going on with yourself themselves and then you as a unit versus putting this other woman or man down you know it becomes a competition who can get the man who can get the woman it becomes ugly and I feel like maybe the person who is cheating 
likes that. They like, you know, they're the, the deflection of these two women going at it, trying to get the man. Who's going to get the man? Who's going to put each other down? I am glad I learned that now. I would react to cheating so much differently than I did in the past. I think I believe in women empowerment. I believe hurt people hurt people. And I think if you're being treated like shit in that relationship, why the fuck do you want to fight over this douchebag anyways? And like, have res- maybe the girl didn't even know about you. You have no idea. So that's just a little fucking thought of my brain. No, I, I agree completely. And I think like the hardest pill to swallow, especially if you are the quote victim of, of being in a situation where you're cheated on, is that the other person that's involved outside of your partner, they don't owe you shit. Yeah. It's clear they don't respect themselves is clear they have emotional if they're aware of the situation right it's clear that everyone involved has emotional you know work that has to be done but the only person that owes you something is your chosen partner who needs to have integrity and respect and not put you through that but I'm I'm really curious Kaylee you mentioned you know you wouldn't react the same way now as you would then so what hypothetically like what would you do now if you found out that your partner was cheating on you Yeah. What I would do now is fucking meditate (laughs) as soon as I found out. Mm -hmm. And I would really just look at the relationship and ask myself, is this something I want to be a part of? If it was something I wanted to be a part of, I would, I don't know what I would do with the other person, but I would start with the man. And I would say like, is this, are we going to work this out? Is this worth working out? Mm -hmm. Then we would go to therapy. Yeah. Um, I would approach it that way. Um, back in the day, it was just angry, anger, anger, red, hurt, embarrassment. And it was just handled poorly on my side. You know, I did get hurt, but I don't think, and it's so easy to, you know, go off on the other woman, but you don't know the details. You don't know what's going on. The only thing you can control is yourself. Do you want to move up from this? Do you want to elevate your life and learn and move on or learn and strengthen your relationship? I feel like that is what you should focus on in the moment versus sending ugly texts and calling everyone, you know. I, I agree completely. And this is like unsolicited advice and not the healthiest, but as a, <laughs> as a key manipulation tactic for anyone you're dealing with, that's experiencing an emotional reaction to you. Silence is golden. Yeah. Re- lack of reaction is the best response to an emotionally volatile situation. So I agree with you, Kaylee, like back in the day. You Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Do you mean, I just wanted to clarify that, um, like as the person maybe who was the cheaty, would it be the cheaty? Yeah. So like if a girl is going off on you for messing around with her man, you would say silent? No, I think if you, if a girl is going off on you for messing around with her man, like you need to take ownership, acknowledgement, and then X yourself out of the situation and let them handle their business. Agreed. Um, I'm saying that like, if I found out today that my partner and Kaylee and I, we're also, in, we're in different situations, right? Like you're in a marriage, you have children together. And so your avenue would look a lot different than mine. 
Um, if I found out today that my partner was cheating on me, I would like, say I found out and then he came home from work. I wouldn't say a word. I would wait till the next morning. And when he left for work, I would get all of my shit together, block his fucking number and leave. Damn. I don't think in my situation as you know, we're obviously intimately together and I love him very much and we're connected, but we're not bonded by marriage or children. And I would never want to get married to someone who already doesn't respect me. It's just like, yeah, point to it. Um, but I think where I was going to go with that was, uh, prior, I agree with you. Sorry, Oliver saying hi. Uh, my buddy prior in my life, like earlier in my life, I remember Kaylee probably does too. I had a, a quote unquote boyfriend and I woke up <laughs> I woke up one morning and I got on Facebook and I saw that he was in a relationship with someone else like tagged you know and he that, was there right he was there the weekend prior visiting us in Austin and then he left and like Tuesday morning I woke up and I saw that uh he was in a relationship with someone else and of course like at that time I you know called him and I was like and like yeah. him out you know now I wouldn't do that we would just, numbers would just be blocked there's no point to any of that um so I think though, what going back to like the quote that it's about really cheating is really seeking a different version of yourself. And that's why we like explore that. I think it's so liberating for the victim or the cheaty, right? Someone who's been cheated on because it's such a reminder, like you are not to blame for someone else's actions. That's such an internal personal decision. And it really changes the dynamic or the perspective of cheating is not like a, a, it's, it's a me problem and not a we problem. Like, yeah. And I, I love that because I think it's interesting within the Ted talk, Dr. Esther Pearl points out like happy people cheat and that, it happens. So hearing you say that, it's like, what happy people che- like, okay. So expand on this. Okay, so within this TED Talk, she explains that, you know, completely happy people, and when I say happy is if you ask them if they were satisfied with their relationship or their partnership, they would say, absolutely, yes, you know, I'm in a happy relationship, but those people can still be curious to explore, understand different versions of themselves, and it kind of goes along with, like, the fantasies, right? And a lot of times we hear from people, they cheat because they wanted to feel alive. She mentions how especially after like tragedy happens, you know, there's like a loss within the family or, you know, someone loses their job or there's just something happens. People tend to cheat because it brings out this feeling of life in them, which I found to be really, really interesting. So she gave an example of a woman who was in a happy relationship, had been married 15 years, children, they were living, you know, financially very comfortably. And she ended up um, cheating with the landscaper. So desperate housewives. That is desperate housewives, Gabby. Yes. Yeah. So, and anyway, it was essentially because she goes on to later break it down throughout their therapy sessions. This woman had followed the rules her entire life. Her parents wanted her to go to medical school. She went to medical school. She was supposed to get married. She got married. She was supposed to immediately pop out grandbabies and children. And so she played by the rules. And it was this fantasy of wondering what her life would look like if she didn't play by the rules. It had nothing to do with the relationship between her and her husband, but more so her experiencing a completely different life, like a redo almost, just to see if she liked it. Yeah. 
I mean, I think first of all, that's insane, but like, it also goes back to, again, like just in previous podcasts, like back to how you grew up and your, you know, your, maybe your childhood or what you learned at a young age. Definitely. So. Definitely. And it explains why we are both true advocates on how we think, you know, therapy is so important to understand yourself and why you have certain thoughts, why you tick the way you do. And this goes back to also being open and honest and communicating with your partner. Because if you're in a place where you're like, Hey, like the landscaper came over today. And I honestly thought about having sex with them. That's like the toughest pill to swallow, but imagine what could come from that. If you did share it. I was going to say, you never know if the part, maybe your partner was too. And yeah. maybe that guy is like into threesomes. Like, you know, ne- maybe it's a fun thing y'all do once in a while. And just like reclaiming that power versus hiding it and creating more problems. Like, or you maybe know. you fantasize and you played, you know, um, role playing, right? Yeah. And you create scenarios where you can feel like dangerous and alive. Like, the possibilities are endless if you, if you share that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So after listening and understanding Dr. Pearl's thoughts on how it's really a self-exploration versus like a we problem. And again, prefacing, this isn't everyone, but this was what she found in like 30 plus years of work of working with couples who have transitioned through infidelity. So I like what I gathered from it was what I'm calling this like me versus we mentality, right. And how we're going to reframe cheating in our minds. So If you're someone that has been cheated on, has cheated, you know, been around people, this is something for you to think about, okay? So if we start thinking about cheating within the me problem, like me problem mentality, okay? Think of it from the perspective or point of view of the cheater. So I'm going to walk through some examples of how this mentality works, okay? So here's a scenario for you. You're living with your partner. They've been fired from their job. They become quite depressed. You've encouraged them to seek counseling, start to take care of themselves. And after many consecutive months of you expressing your concerns, no improvement has been made. So you cheat with a colleague. If we're looking at this scenario in the we mentality or the traditional shaming mentality, we could say from the point of view of the cheater, my partner's become undesirable to me because of his lack of self-care and lack of action. I cheated because I'm no longer attracted to them. If we take that same scenario and we do it from the me mentality, from the perspective of the cheater, you could say, in this relationship, I am the sole caretaker carrying the emotional, mental, and physical financial burden of this relationship. I'm cheating because I don't want to be this version of myself. I don't want to be the sole caretaker what do you yeah think? I think in this situation or any situations that have to do with cheating we go back to looking within and you know this doesn't mean someone stepping out on you is your fault but I think we're all caught up in the drama of it like I said previously you know the blame game and really like looking within in any situation is everything. Like, why am I doing this? And then sitting down and being like, look, this is the version of myself that I do not like when I am with you. 
And if that's, you know, something doesn't change as I've been begging you to go to counseling, I am out. Yes. Yes. Because a lot if of not, I'm going to hurt you and I'm going to step out. I'm going to betray you. Like, yes. Know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's powerful because too, you know, in that scenario, your partner is depressed. Your partner is in a place that they aren't able to show up for you. And yeah. so it's so easy to, to blame them um, versus taking that accountability and responsibility where it's really about who you're having to become that you're resentful for. I think it's really easy to be resentful of the other person. So I loved that um, mentality. Okay. So that was from the perspective of the cheater. So let's do one perspective of the cheatee or the victim of cheating. Okay. Okay. Love it. Here's, Here's another scenario for you. Okay. You're living with your partner. And you're about to welcome a baby into your world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You find yeah. out that your partner has been sleeping with your friend. Oh, fuck. Okay. Ugly okay. shit. Okay. Ugly ass shit. So the we mentality would be, I'm not physically the person my partner fell in love with. I'm not fulfilling their needs. You know, I'm whatever months pregnant. And, you know, that's why they're stepping out on me. Okay. The me mentality from the perspective of someone who's in this situation being cheated on is in this relationship, the cheater is having to take on the role of becoming a parent and they cheat because they want a version of their life that removes this new additional responsibility or caveat. They're just a fucking asshole because you don't cheat on They're just a Dax Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, that is really intense because it's really hard to sit back and think of the me mentality whenever you're god just children change everything as a mother I'm like they change everything so sitting back and being like what is it that I'm doing where we need to fix this relationship is so hard especially for us a mother whose hormones are going crazy you have to protect your baby from stress or you know there's billions of studies that show when the mom is highly stressed that it will affect the kid's life long-term. So, I mean, that's a hard one to even think about sitting down and thinking, is this relationship worth it? Can you kick ass and be it? Where's your support system? Can you kick ass and be a single mom with this amazing support system you may have from your family or your friends? Um, or people maybe you meet in single moms, like a community of single moms. So one, does this person care about you? If so, if it was just a fuck up, then let's work on it. We have a kid now, therapy. Two, doesn't really give a fuck about you, doesn't really care how it made you feel. Peace out. You can fucking do this as a single mom. And if anyone's listening and in a situation like this, please DM me because I was a single mom. And so like, I get this, um, be with someone who wants to be there for you and support you and respect you and love you. And, you know, you don't need to be in a shitty relationship just because you have a baby coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the point of that, this exercise too, is to understand if you are in that situation, right? Like, (sighs) if your partner is willing to accept and understand that what they're doing is because they're, they have demons with what's the changes and things that are coming and that they need to deal with. And they're able Uh to put the work in for you, from you. Uh 
Dr. Esther Pearl, the psychologist I keep referencing, talks about the beautiful reunification, how doing the hard work can actually make two people come together in a way that's like she describes it as just like transformative right it's a very transformative experience and that you know in this day and age we often shame people that stay together after Mm -hmm. an infidelity but we shouldn't and I'm guilty of that because my mentality is pretty much zero tolerance and so I'm like fuck him if he cheated on you or fuck her if she cheated on you bye but at the same time fully understanding to your point if you aren't respected by someone as hard as it is to to pick yourself up and walk away it's it's the pattern is going to be repetitive people's patterns are the same you know so I agree with you hands down and I think that um it should feel if you're in a situation you're cheating or you've been cheated on I feel like this me mentality should be incredibly powering to you to understand. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how we could practice this art of the me mentality. Okay. If you are someone and you're actively cheating on someone because you guys have defined the boundaries of your relationship and you are stepping out of those boundaries, it is desperately time for you to start to do the hard work and figure out what version of yourself you're looking for. Like, period. 10 out of 10, I recommend a trained professional to do this work with you. And honestly, like, do it for yourself. Do it to figure out really what life it is that's going to make you truly happy. Because it's clear you are unsatisfied with the version of yourself you are today. Mm -hmm. And if you're someone who you've been cheated on, I don't know if, you know, if it's super fresh or it was a long time ago, I really, really encourage you practice reframing your experience in this me mentality because it was the cheating, the scenario, it was never about you. You are enough. You are more than enough for the person that you should be with, who your soul should connect with, okay? And if your experience was incredibly traumatic to you, this cheating experience, please refer to our episode titled WTF is EMDR and learn about EMDR therapy. I 10 out of 10 recommend it. Yeah, I agree. It's never about you. If someone's cheating on you over and over and disrespecting you and talking to you ugly and hurting you to your core, to your soul, causing you stress, anxiety, you know, and then that is a whole other thing in the health world, okay? This person is not for you. Like you are enough. You don't need to be in this relationship. They maybe be manipulating you that you aren't good enough and you'll never find someone like this. And who's going to want you with this, this, and that, but that's a fucking lie. Message us. Seriously. And we will tell you how fucking amazing you are. Anyways, I just had to get that pet talk because. Yes. No, I, I, and Kaylee and I obviously have, have navigated what uh feels like 13 years of friendship essentially at this point almost uh so obviously we've had to support each other through these kind of scenarios we're more than happy to give you the same love because the reality is you are deserving Mm -hmm. so I want to leave us with this okay it's she also the psychologist said this quote but another one honestly look her up I honestly think she's fucking (laughs) awesome she said something else that stuck with me and she said It's our imagination that's responsible for love and not the other person. 
I mean, think about the Disney movies we watched growing up. Think about romantic comedies. Think about our what's force fed to us is like what love is the the fairy tale of it versus what love actually is, which is honesty, communication, integrity, respect, and work. Yeah. And fucking work. So don't give your imagination the power to think anything negative about yourself. We are no longer living in the we mentality. We're living in the me mentality. Okay. So when we vibrate from a place of self-worth and love, that is the energy we are destined to attract. It is fucking science. Okay. Uh-huh. Do give your imagination the, the power to create your ideal relationship with yourself and with a partner, okay? If that's what you want, if you want that relationship. What you see, what you visualize, fucking curate it. Mm-hmm. We literally have one beautiful, messy life. Maybe we were reincarnated. Maybe we go to heaven. Maybe we rot in the earth. I don't know. So make the most of it and decide exactly what it is that you want and make it fucking happen. Yeah. And I would say, take time to be alone and fall in love with yourself. Um, that is something I did and it transformed my whole life. I know it sounds fucking cheesy, but whenever you respect and love yourself, you're going to find someone who respects and loves you. But if you can't love yourself, you can't be alone with yourself. Who's going to want to fall in love with someone who doesn't want to be alone with themselves. Because you're amazing, you are love, you're amazing energy, you deserve it. Take time for yourself. And if you love yourself, you don't tolerate shit. Yeah. You'll never tolerate. That's what we both learned. (laughs) That's what we learned that the hard way. When you love yourself, you don't allow people to treat you less than how you would treat yourself. End of story. Okay. So like we said in our last episode, we're going to start leaving you guys with action steps that we wish and hope that you will do with us. So this week, our action step is going to be, I want you to write down what the ideal version of yourself looks like in a relationship, not your partner, what you want to look like in a relationship. And this is for anyone, you could be in a marriage, you could be in a relationship, you could be single. And then if you are with a partner, I want you to communicate that with your partner. This is who I want to be. And let them hold you accountable to that beautiful and maybe encourage them to do it too hell yeah I love it we're all writing it down okay and then I really wanted to leave everyone with an intention for the rest of this week moving into next week I think that you know Kaylee and I both left setting intentions it's really important to us so I just wanted to share mine with you guys okay I think for the next week we're going to and this goes kind of with cheating and everything too right Stop obsessing over making the right or wrong choice. The universe will not punish you for picking one thing over another. So if you're stuck at a crossroads and you're needing to make a decision, focus on making a decision that best supports you being the best version of you. So you being the person that you just wrote down in our action step, okay? I feel like We often get caught up in this concept that there are right and wrong things in life and then we obsess over it and then we get stuck in inaction and we don't do anything. We're not doing that anymore. Decisions that are best for you. That was fucking beautiful. You literally just spoke to my soul. Thank you for that (laughs) because I'm going to do it. Yeah. I feel your amazing energy and vibration. So thank you for that beautiful intention. 
Exactly. I can't wait. So we're going to start doing that each week because Grace is a fucking badass at making me set my intentions and I want her to share that with y'all. Yay. I'm excited to share too. And thank you guys so much for joining us in this conversation. It's been a fun one. Uh, cheating's real. Cheating yeah. be cheating. They be cheating. We will see you next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, we guys. fucking love y'all. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And please, if you have not already, like, subscribe, rate, and review. You can also watch the full episode on YouTube at figuring it out underscore GK. Your support means the absolute world to us, and we look forward to seeing you guys next Wednesday.